This week's episode of Life Planning 101 originally aired in 2021. Please enjoy. Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services in Eastland, Texas. Tune in every week as we share important information to help you and your family live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, legacy and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY on this marvelous Monday morning. Angela Kennedy Robinson joins us as always. Good morning, Angela. Good Monday morning. And yes, what is this weather? Are we sure we're in Texas? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's staying cold. I don't understand. Well, we have a great topic this morning, and um, I'm really excited to talk about it because we don't do this very often. But today, we're really going to be talking about all of the life planning issues as a whole. And, you know, it came from the idea, I, I had read something about people making mistakes because they virtually cut and paste investment advice and cut and paste planning advice and cut and paste tax advice. And they do this all over the board. And I thought, you know, that is so true. And that's why I have a job. It's because <laughs> one size does not fit that, all. That is right. You know, and, and so many people make the assumption that money is just money and money is about money. Well, it is, but it isn't right because it's a tool and how it can be earned, saved, invested, maximized, leveraged, taxed, lost, protected, spent, given, or inherited can be done in a million different ways. So how is it that, you know, and I always get this image in my head because I am a visual of, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor and his, his neighbor, right? How is it that the neighbor always has the piece of advice that is supposed to work for your situation, right. your exact needs. And yet we follow that, right? Whatever we've heard last on the street is the advice that we go by to be able to put the next plan in place for our money, the plan for our money. That's where we get it wrong. It shouldn't be a plan for our money. The money should be the plan for us, right? Right. And we do it backwards. It's all backwards. <laughs> you know, it always blows my mind. Um, Thomas Edison, he had a quote. He said, I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. He hasn't failed. He's just found 10,000 ways that won't work, <laughs> right? very good. So if you want to find 10,000 ways that won't work with your money, keep cutting and pasting the different pieces of advice that you will get in life, and you'll get there. You know, another option is what we do, and it's called life planning. It's a holistic approach, being able to turn your money into that tool that we just talked about. Make it useful for you, right? And what I want to do today as we as we go through today is I'm actually going to share with you some different stories that we've encountered because we have what we call our eight life planning issues. And people say, well, where, where did these where did these come from? How did they develop? And what we found is that these are issues that most everyone is going to face at some point in their life. And instead of being reactive or being active only at the time that they're applicable, wouldn't it be better to be able to have a game plan so when that happens to your situation, you're ready. Right. You know what to be able to do. So that's where we found it incumbent on us to be able to be proactive in this manner and you know help people say, um, it was interesting. I had my dad, he, he was so funny. He's, he's great. Uh, he's been through a lot of coaching and he's, and he's great at uh, coaching people. And he was funny the other day and I, it was a big aha for me because 
you know, he's been working with me over the years, right, um, um, on me, and I've been to several coaches, and I've got no place that I can really vision myself in 20 years. I can I can actually visualize myself there, and, and it's taken a lot of coaching to get there. You know, what he says is most people, if you th- ask them to write down 100 goals, lifetime goals, 90% of those goals are something they want to accomplish in the next year. Think about that. That's right. We're all short-sighted, in other words, of what we want. We don't ever think... Long-term. Long-term. Begin with that end in mind, so to speak. And and what does that actually do to us? You know, what does that actually do to our planning if everything is so short-sighted? And I want to just give you an example. Let's, let's talk about taxes because we have talked about taxes this year, right? So if you think taxes are going to be higher this year than next year... Shouldn't you technically be planning for two years? Absolutely. Absolutely. How many people are doing that? Very very few. (laughs) Very few people do that. Exactly. Why? Why do we do that to ourselves? Well, maybe it's because we're busy. Maybe it's because we procrastinate. Um, Maybe it's because we have that nearsightedness. And whatever that case is, or we're just going by, you know, no, yeah, that's probably true. And then, then you have, you know, the idea that once you've hit that moment and you've heard some great new thing that's available, you know, a tax savings idea or this great new investment, you go figure out how to make your money do that. Rather than the reverse. Right. And to be honest with you, most of the time, those great new things probably are not applicable to your situation. And, you know, it's interesting. We, we get phone calls from our clients all the time. And we ask them to call us. We want to know. One of the questions we ask them, is there anything you're hearing about or seeing that we're not doing or that we haven't told you about that we should look into? And we ask them that question specifically because we want to be holistic in nature. But nine times out of ten, when it's some sales gimmick or it's something that's word on the street, it's not applicable to most of our clients' situation. Something that jumps out at me about that is, and this is something that I think that Praise upon the elderly is the reverse mortgage. That's exactly right. Reverse mortgages. And to be honest with you, we have one client, one client that has a reverse mortgage. Think about that. It doesn't fit everyone. No, it doesn't fit most people. So, you know, and you're right. Um, And as you get older and you have more fear about running out of money, because we all do, unfortunately, your mind becomes more um, susceptible to being able to be sold. Scary thought, huh? So when we come back, let's go through these eight life planning issues and let's talk about life planning and what that really means and why it's important. It's all coming up right here on KTX KWBY. Life planning continues right here on KTX KWBY. Great topic today. Do you cut and paste your decisions about money, Angela? That's right. And Terry, you brought up something in the the break there that was extremely important. Google. (laughs) Google. You know, a lot of us in today's world, it's easy just to go Google it, right? I do it all the time. We all do it. But here's the thing is that most of us have a preconceived answer in our mind of what we want the answer to be. So you Google that unintentionally. You may think you're accurate, but you're not. In fact, we had a client do this recently. I was just mentioning to you, um, said, look, I can take 6% of my portfolio every year. Well, when we actually looked up where the article came from, it was from 2003. It was right. 14 years old. 
Okay. Not relevant so, anymore. Right. But he had Googled till he found what he wanted. That's exactly right. So, and you know. You mentioned people Google what they want. That, that's right. Not necessarily what they need. What they need. That's right. So, you know, do you cut and paste your decisions about money? How much in danger are you? Progress starts by telling the truth. Don't forget. So, but as I promised, we're going to kind of go through these life planning issues. Um, so, you know, like I mentioned, we do these proactively, whether it be family support issues. What are family support issues? Well, a lot of people today, in fact, there's about 10,000 a day turning 65, if you know what generation I'm talking about, are baby boomers. And this is actually bleeding over into Generation X as we speak. You're taking care of adult parents and adult children. So, you know, family support issues are massive. And there's, 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 oh, I can't tell you how damaging this can be to your own plan. And I'm always reminding people to put on your oxygen mask first, put on your oxygen mask first. And especially when it comes to cut and paste, because everybody's going to give you advice, aren't they? Yes. About how to deal with your dysfunctional child or how to deal with, (laughs) how to deal with your parents that are going into a nursing home or your mom that's just driving you batty because she doesn't want to go into a nursing home. She keeps falling and getting hurt or, you know, isn't there? always somebody that's trying to give you advice on how to do all of that yes right okay well have you actually sat down and talked to someone holistically about that situation most people haven't and the truth is is that you may be cutting your own oxygen cord off in the very near future if you don't and how then then who's going to take care of these people have you thought about that (laughs) <laughs> so, you got a plan for those kind of things. You got a plan for those types of things. We actually had a, a lady, and she had a son that had loads of problems. But they they had her, his father had died, and you know he was he was just was troubled. And we were encouraged her. You've got to say no. You've got to say no. And we said, okay, look, if you can't say no, will you let us say no for you? Um, meaning, come in and intervene and say, are you going to take care of your mom when she runs out of money because she's supporting you? And that's often the truth of the matter, right? Is that we support our kids to the point that we actually are hurting ourselves. And what about our parents? Um, you know, there are so many systems out there. People think they have to shuffle out all this money. Well, that's often not the case, okay? Or what about taking off work and not being able to contribute to your 401k, right? Just to take care of your parent. Have you thought about how that may affect your financial plan? Have you run the numbers? Have you seen it? That goes back to what you say, people... Looking short term instead of long term. That's right. And it's emotional. Family support is emotional, right? Absolutely. It's probably the most most emotional thing because outside of your spouse, your parents and your kids are the people you care about most, right? So battling that emotional ground with that money ground is really, really difficult. That's why we call it life planning, right? Right. (laughs) It's it's helping bring that to a middle ground and and trying to find a solution. Uh, Charitable gifting. Um, Ran across this this year. We had a gentleman gifting uh, six figures a year, okay? And he was maximizing all the gifting, so he thought on his tax return. Well, actually, he wasn't. It was the way he was gifting that he could take more deductions if he did it a different way. And it was the way we ran the numbers that actually saved him a little over $100,000 a year in taxes if he did it a different way. And additionally, this is the craziest part, is it would have saved his kids under current estate tax law a little over $2 million. 
dollars. Wow. So just that cut and paste thought of, well, this is what I want to do. And someone told me this is a great idea because if I give my stocks to a charity, then I can avoid the capital gains on top of that. And that's the best way to do it. Well, in his case, it wasn't. But he had just taken that cut and paste, you know, right. that together. So what about business succession planning? Business owners, I'm going to pick on you for a minute because <laughs> uh, this is this is big, okay? Uh, we actually had a um, group of, of gentlemen that we were helping last year uh, put together their plan, their business plan. And we were looking over their documents. They actually came, went into business together in the late 90s. And we're looking over their documents, and they had written up this beautiful buy-sell that if one died, they were able to purchase each other out and everything else, and they had funded it with a bunch of life insurance. Well, little did they know, because they just pieced all this together, the life insurance, the way it was set up, was going to be taxed twice if ever it was to be used. So in other words, if one of them would have died, the business would have paid taxes on it. Then the surviving spouse would have paid taxes on it. So you think about it, it would have been cut in half once, once. and cut in half again. again. So this million dollars that you have is now 250000 That's right. That's <laughs> right. So, you know, being able to not just take, and, and what they had done is they thought, oh, well, I knew we needed to get this, and I knew we needed to get this, and they just piecemealed it together rather than looking at it again on a holistic level. What about legacy planning? I can't tell you how many times I've seen people disinherit their spouses. It's crazy. <laughs> They don't mean to do it, but it's crazy. I read, read a deal last week that they the, the people had actually disinherited their children because they were trying to gift charitably. But the way that they did it, it wasn't going to work because everything else never would have passed through the will to allow those gifts to happen. But because they were bequests, the children would have had nothing. Wow. Yeah. Painful, isn't it? <laughs> Very painful. Yes. What about insurance? Do you have the old policy or the new policy? Do you know? If you bought it yesterday, it could be the old policy. Trust me. A lot of companies, if they're in trouble, what are they going to try to do? Sell, 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 sell. Fire, sell. Underwrite people that don't need to be underwritten. Are you grouped in that group of people that don't need to be underwritten? Have you thought about that? What is that going to do to you? Think about your home and auto insurance. How many times have you had to flip that around? And speaking of that, liability issues. Um, I know I've shared this story on the radio show before about a gentleman that ran into a, a car on George Bush Turnpike and cut off a little boy's legs yes. and didn't have the proper amount of coverage. So he was completely exposed on a liability end. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have a few more stories to share that you aren't going to want to miss. And then have a how-to. Put this together for yourself and quit cutting and pasting. You don't want to miss the final segment of Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Time flies when you're having fun. It's already the final segment of Life Planning 101, Angela. Yes, and the question is, do you cut and paste your decisions about money? We've been talking about all the different eight life planning issues that we go over and why we go over them holistically and as a whole rather than just um, when things become applicable and necessary. Uh, we've went through family support issues, business succession planning, legacy planning, insurance, uh, liability issues. What about taxes? How many times have you heard this, especially if you're a business owner? Go buy something. <laughs> 
It's December. Right? Go right? buy something. Okay. I had a client tell me, I'm tired of buying green paint. <laughs> this is a rancher, of course. I'm tired of buying green paint. Well, what he means was he was tired of buying something that the next year was worth 80% of what he bought it for, right? right? And you think about you put your money in something like that and it just keeps going down. And how many of us do that? We bit and piece things together because we, we stick to that nearsightedness what what do we have to do now to take care of our taxes rather than holistically plan for our future about really how to take care of our taxes and keep as much money in our pocket which isn't that what we're really trying to do yes absolutely and what about investments mental accounting i can't tell you how many plans we've ran out as is people have plenty of money but the way that they have been investing their money, taking advices, you know, different advice from different people on do this, do this, do this, do this, they're going to run out. Prime example, we actually, this is this is real. We had a client that um, we ended up separating ways with because they just could not understand the concept of, of what we were explaining to them and showing them on paper. Uh, they had their money with us. They had their money with another advisor. And then they had their money still in a 401k fund. The thing was, is they told us they wanted to be real aggressive with what we had. And they wanted to be moderately aggressive with this other advisor. And then they wanted to keep the 401k virtually in a fixed fund that was cash, right? Right. Well, they wanted to pull 8% from what we had because they thought being aggressive meant that they could pull more money. But you think about the volatility in the market. Does that actually work? No. No. Not at all. But this fixed money... They were leaving it there. It was their safe money. Yet it was about a third of their entire financial plan. Was it actually keeping up with inflation? No. No. So they were going to run out of money doing what they were doing because they had just heard that this is the way that you need to do different things in life and cut and paste their own financial plan. You've heard me use this analogy before on the radio show, but I want you to think of your three favorite restaurants, okay? If you're talking to me, I like Papacitos. I like a good steak. You know, I, I don't care where it comes from. Really, right. just a good, good steak, steak and some Alfredo with it. Oh, and then I like breakfast. But think about those three meals. Now, if you were to take a big bowl and put them all in a big bowl and mix it together, they're great individually, right? Yeah, but not so good all together. No, they aren't. <laughs> we do that with our money. Every one of us does that with our money. Why do we do that with our money? Does that make any sense whatsoever? But our whole life, we build it like that. We go to our favorite restaurant, we stick it in the bowl. We go to our favorite restaurant, we stick it in the bowl. We go to our favorite restaurant, we stick it in the bowl. And you wake up one day and you got all this stuff that just, ugh, it doesn't work. And then you look out and you have no solution for your future because it's so messed up. There was a, an article I read several years ago, and I keep this all the time, and Money Magazine had it, and it was an interview with all these different successful individuals. One of them was someone you know very well, Richard Branson. Brilliant man. Right. Wouldn't you agree? You know what he said was his best advice about money? Admitting I know nothing. And probably the hardest thing to the do. The hardest thing to do, right? So if a billionaire can say that, why can't everyone else in the world be able to say that and say, I know nothing about money? You know, you ask your neighbor, you know, tell them what you're doing and what are they going to do? Are they going to ask you questions or are they going to give you advice? You don't go to your mechanic if you're having severe <laughs> headaches. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. You know, and it doesn't matter. You could ask 10 different people you know very closely and all of them are going to give you a different piece of advice. I guarantee you none of them are going to start asking you questions. 
which isn't that what they really should be doing because it's not about the answer. It's about the question right. that comes next and the question that comes next and the question that comes next. I, you know, people walk in all the time. I want to do this. I want to do this. Look, you know, the way we work, I'm sorry, we're, we're, we do holistic planning. We can't piecemeal planning because it doesn't work. It puts us at risk and it puts you at risk. And it makes my heart hurt seeing people piecemeal together their life plan. You know, the answers is what should be happening. So if Mr. Branson said, you don't know what you don't know, and that's what can hurt you, can't we all say it's what you don't know that you don't know, and that's what can hurt you, right? So, you know, if you have different goals, lifestyles, dreams about your future, what about your family, your feelings, your about your risk tolerance, all these things with your neighbor, should you be getting two sets of individualized advice or should you be getting the same thing? We go back to what we said at the beginning. It's yep. not a cookie cutter. It can't be a cookie cutter. A, cu- a cut and paste rarely applies. Right. Rarely applies. And especially with today's ever-changing economy. I mean, think about how much has been done since January. Can you even keep up with it? <laughs> All right? <laughs> Do you even know? Day to day. Day to day. Do you even know? And you know, people in the industry don't even know. That's the thing. You know, you, I was talking to a health benefits uh, group the last week, and I they didn't even know. They couldn't even answer my questions. So how can you answer your own questions or your neighbor's questions right so um i I thought this show would be great and i want to remind everybody you know just just take the time to learn to swim don't tread water every time something comes up take a moment stop and and figure out your life plan my name is angela robinson with kennedy financial services here in eastland texas god bless you and have a wonderful week Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Smart Money Group and Kennedy Financial Services. If you have questions, you can email them to lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. Don't forget to learn how our sister company can assist you with all of your tax, bookkeeping, and consulting needs. You can find out more at briscoeandassociates.com. Be sure to tune in next week for more Life Planning 101. The opinions expressed herein are those of the firm and are subject to change without notice. The opinions referenced are as of the date of publication and are subject to change due to changes in the market or economic conditions and may not necessarily come to pass. Any opinions, projections, or forward-looking statements expressed herein are solely those of the author, may differ from the views or opinions expressed by other areas of the firm, and are only for general informational purposes as of the date indicated. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC. Kennedy Financial Services and Smart Money Group LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by Calton & Associates Incorporated.